All right, you said you got this cold open for us. I'm excited. Oh, I forgot. No way. No, I forgot that. No, I forgot that. I was no. Happy. Not that, 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 that makes sense. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on. I was just like, now I don't have anything to fucking talk about. Uh, <sighs> no, I, I, uh, so parking for worlds, I guess, like, went from being, like, free to, like, costing multiple, uh, like 20 bucks or something. And, like, the ticket for each day was, like, $100. Okay. And it was just, like, a lot. It was, uh, in it, it kind of is one showing, like, the progression of the sport in that we right, can, like, yeah. charge for our, like, the entertainment uh-huh. value, I guess. But also it's, like already it's gonna be that much and it it it's it it didn't really come with anything you know it was just a uh-huh. uh, hundred bucks to yeah. come in yeah so i it's just kind of i thought it was an odd like the pdga wasn't quite on top of what they should be doing i want who decides on the ticket prices i'm wondering too is it Whoever's like putting on the tournament, you know, like dynamic it's put be a on TV, the tournament, right? Or oh yeah, main sponsor that that or the pro tour. The pro tour might have a say in like how much it is. It's got to be like a collaboration, but yeah. I don't know. I just felt like it was like a lot. We're going from like it was free two years ago to yeah, you know, hundred dollars a day. Yeah, well, at the European Open, I'm pretty sure it was still free this year. And it, I feel like it should be as accessible as possible if you want, especially if you want large crowds, um, which you would think they would want. It's it, it's yeah. just a lot. I think D-Glow was $25 a day, and then you could get it for like, I think it was like 40 if you bought for the week, you know, like if you decided to go all three days. Which is, I mean, fine. Get make your money. It was just. It right. seemed like it was kind of a lot. And um, uh-huh. I'm just trying to compare to different. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I wonder. I want to just try to do some research and find out who who's in charge of of ticket prices because there's a a lot of money with many different ways to watch. You know, obviously you can just watch on Disc Golf Network, but it was free if you were a PDGA member. Um, and then Joe Metz Pro did a thing, I'll talk a little bit more about it later, where they like packed a theater with people to watch the final, the edited final round and uh, Big Sexy Barry commentate on it, like live. So That's interesting. There's a lot of money at Worlds this year. Right. So like, did they really need to get it from the spectators? <laughs> Hundred dollars is is to me insane. Yeah, it's um, too much. Yeah, especially for a fucking five day tournament. 
eat a dick $500 just to go. It's not. That's not. I could see maybe if it came with, you know, like if you paid for it and you got like a player pack along with it, you know, you got like for sure. commemorative discs or yep. stuff like that. But or like anything, a you'd sticker. You'd have to give out a lot of swag for me to be able to cough up $100. Yep. It's just not cool. Hopefully this isn't the beginning of something bigger and people realize that's insane makes it inaccessible but i doubt it i don't know because uh so i don't know if you heard about like the trading cards they started doing for disc golf no okay so they've been doing like uh disc golf pro tour trading cards for a while that you could buy in like you know smaller packs but now this company brixton i think is it's called um started doing cards and they're doing custom orders, and if you want like the num like the top card, you pick your player, you pick if you want a signature on it, and you pick if you want one or two fabrics on it. I think it's like fabrics from an old tour shirt or something. If you want all that, it's three hundred dollars for one card, just one, just one card. Uh, you know, people will you set your value, but I, I don't know. That's a little bit tough. Yeah, that is insane. But it's like the same thing, you know, the value of discs for a minute there when it was craziness. I think the value of discs, nothing made after the like the COVID boom of disc golf will ever be worth as much as what was made pre-COVID. Pre-2020. Because like the... Yeah, the sheer amount that companies are making now, right? Compared the to sca- what they were, right? There's just no scarcity. Mm-hmm. That it, like it doesn't make much stuff rare anymore. There's not a lot of stuff that was made in the last two years that you would consider rare. Um, I mean, there'll be a couple small small runs that may be sought after, but I don't nothing like what you see from 15, 16 sextons or old uh, champion edition plastic. Which, if anyone's listening and you are sitting on a buttload of champion edition plastic, old Innova discs, sell them now because those discs are breaking at, I think, a record rate than I've ever seen before. So I think it's like past the life of what the discs can handle, and they're now breaking interesting give me your road runners <laughs> yeah i've watched um i watched this video of this guy pulled a brand new i think it was a leopard out of storage and just by like touching it it was crumbling in his hands unthrown completely unthrown and just just like crumbling so did he sell them now while you can still get money is all i'm saying that's that doesn't sound real yeah, no, I mean the old Champion Edition plastic, while it feels good, is wasn't made as durable. It's not like regular Champ that you have nowadays. It's not as durable. There's like a thing that if your disc starts to smell like crayons, it means it's like on its like a it's starting to deteriorate and it's on its way to like breaking. You'll see it. It's 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 labeled like CE instead of just like Champ. If that makes sense. Gotcha. 
I, it, gotcha. I don't know. It's like really old stuff, like 90s. Gotcha. I think mine is more like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. No, that's after they, I think they kind of perfected it more. So now that you're like, your stuff's durable. Don't worry. I mean, yes. it still might crack one day, but that was a depressing cold open. Well, sorry. <laughs> they can't all be winners. No. Yeah, they can't all be winners. Yeah. It's a good topic to talk about, and we got to touch on stuff like that. So, right. I'm cool with it. And I wasn't complaining. I was just saying, like, oh. It was a little bit depressing. Yeah. Right. It's like, are we going to that, like, mainstream, expensive bullshit? Yeah. Grow the sport, I guess. $16 man. beers and stuff. No, I don't know if they'll... Do you think they'll ever, ever have, like, a beer on tour? Because PDJ has been famously against, like, beer at pro tour events. I dig it because, you know, I know five years sober. But, you know, it's nice for some people. That That's where you can make your money. That's where you make your money. You know, right, let's let's no, let's go back. Let's we can uh, have like you know courses in weed fields. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure no one will be snatching snatching buds and <laughs> right. pocketing them. <laughs> Gonna have to start charging like five hundred dollars a ticket with how much weed they lose. Yeah, just <laughs> pockets full. Yeah. Instead of like being checked for stuff on the way in, you get checked for stuff on the way out. Uh, well, um, on that note, welcome to the Ono oh Disc Golf oh, Podcast. Sorry, I yeah, is that what we're doing? I thought. I mean, I thought so, that was a pretty good spot to totally, end. Totally, totally. Uh, dead air. Uh, dead air. Yeah, I'm Kyle. This is the Ono oh Disc Golf Podcast. This is episode seventy nine. I'm Eric. Kyle said this all of the things. And Thank we're you we're best guys friends. For joining and, us. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this introduction is is going smooth. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> take it over if uh if you want to support the show head on over to disbaron.com and use code ono 10 for 10 percent off you can head on over to frictiongloves.com and use ono 20 for 20 percent off or head on over to our spree spree our teespring store and use code ono for free shipping or if you don't want to spend any money, just head on over to Instagram, share our stuff, like, follow, subscribe, whatever you are doing is cool. But do something. And we appreciate it. Or just listen. Just listen. You could just listen. Yeah, listening's cool. That's still something. That is something, and we appreciate. We appreciate when you guys do nothing as well. We appreciate you all. All of them. All of it. Even the people who don't know the show exists, we appreciate you. Yeah, give it, give it time. <laughs> You'll find They'll us. They'll be fans. So I played at a new course. Oh, did you? 
I did. I've been dying to talk about it. Tell me about it. Um, so I made a small post on Instagram, just me throwing three different shots because I didn't play very well at all. Like, not good. Was it fun? Not. It was. It was an awesome park. Um, so in Detroit, there is a Detroit Golf Club that I think started to lose money, so they took out the back nine and just took care of the front nine, so they can still have like a you know a club of of sorts. And so the back nine started going, you know, just became vacant land. Yep. And a group of people put a park there, just a regular park. And then I'm told one guy came through and just started to clear like woods and fairways to make a disc golf course. And so there's this new disc golf course right in Detroit. It's the first one actually like in the city limits of Detroit called Palmer Park. It's completely community funded. There hasn't been any help from the city or any like corporate sponsors. It's just been all funded. It's called uh, the People of Palmer Park, I believe. They have lots of signs, so I feel like I should remember it better. But it is a great great plug there, Eric. I know. It's an almost, it's like almost a dream course. Like they don't have pads on every hole yet. They have two different baskets spread throughout, but they did such a good job of using the golf course without making every throw just a giant like bomber hole. Um, I love a well-designed course. Yeah, it's it's really well designed. There's, I think the only thing I would say is there seems to be a lot more left to right moving like fairways than there is right to left. So it's like heavy turnover. And it's not even like that that heavy. It's just that is what I think it has the most of, if anything, is left to right fairways. Must be a forehand dominant. Yeah, and I can't throw a forehand right now. But yeah, there's tunnel shots. There is two or three, maybe even four, long par fours. But they're not just like, there's the basket way out in the field, throw to it. There's, you know, it's like all, there's all some challenge to it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope I can meet the guy who is in charge of it because he did a really good job. Hit us up and on Instagram. There's, room for at least nine more holes like he could make it a 27 27 hole course without making it crowded but i think he's probably more worried about making sure everything has a t-pad and all the baskets are the same first so probably yeah so if you're in or near the detroit area make sure you check out palmer park if you're coming um it was packed when we were there but there's enough room you know, unless you have a giant group, you're really not going to be like, yeah, waiting too long. Nice. Eric's course reviews. Eric reviews a course in five words or less. That was way more than five no, words. No, just like, see if you can do it. Oh, um, five words or less? Yep. Wonderful. <laughs> That's it. All right, you only needed one. Add in the that's it, so it's three. Wonderful, right. that's it. That's three words. Good job. Yep. 
I also have my first tournament in many months coming up on uh, September 10th. It's an ace race style tournament. So I just take one disc. Every hole is under 100 feet. And whoever gets the most aces win. It's a race. That sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Have you hit an ace lately? (laughs) I have not. I haven't had an ace. Maybe practice. Almost a year. Yeah. Like hundred foot upshots. Practice. Oh, I wish I would have played the course when I was down there. Oh, so you're playing it going blind doing a tournament? Well, they're gonna change the course anyway ah, you know, to make so it's them blind. All... Blind for everyone, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm really not that worried about it. And they made it sound like it's all gonna be a hundred feet or under. But I kind of think it might be like in between that, like eighty feet and one hundred twenty feet. You well, know? it's your one day. Like some. I'm kind of in between a P2 and a jawbreaker zone. Go with the zone. See, I was thinking the jawbreaker is straight enough that I don't have to worry about it, but I was thinking the zone because then I could at least go forehands at it too if yeah. they called for it. But I can't throw a forehand right now. Like Why? Not even like on a scramble shot. I think I pulled something in my shoulder. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it was from disc golf or from tearing plaster with my dad of swinging the hammer so much but it hurts so no forehands sad no pain on backhands and there's absolutely no pain on backhands or else i'd just be taking a rest but sounds like butts it's a it is it is sad and last but not least andrew garza won michigan state championships in the am3 division so congrats andrew congratulations That's pretty cool, if you ask me. I think it's dope. I've never won anything. You've played Call of Duty. I feel like you've probably won Call of Duty matches. Eh, I just mean like disc golf. In yeah, disc golf. Specifically. Uh-huh. You've beaten me before. I, I've beaten like individual people. Never, never really performed in tournament play yet. Yeah. Are you going to play any tournaments this year or just... Oh, hell yeah. I, I just need to practice more so i feel comfy again uh, but i have been playing quite a bit more so feeling better sweet here you're going out tomorrow yep playing in the morning with other friend of the show will smith other other friend like we only have two <laughs> yeah we only all the other people we've had on are not friends allegedly <laughs> no they're our friends they've all told us and oh, friends yeah. don't lie Friends don't lie to friends, especially yeah, when so. they're being forced to be telling me that we're friends. Who's for? Are you forcing them? I've never forced them. I force them. Yeah. Oh, you give them like the puppy dog eyes. Nah, gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> Over Zoom. Allegedly. That got extreme. <laughs> that got extreme quick. Yeah, it's escalated quickly. Is it like the Godfather where you like send them a horse head in the bed and you like idle horse head in their bed so they know you're serious? Yeah. I've never seen that movie. Have you seen that just, movie? I, what movie is that? Godfather. I have seen that actually, but it was a really long time ago. Yeah. I was going to say, because that's I, like a three Back hour when I watched movies. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like extremely long. So I was like, yeah, there's no way he's sitting through it. Yeah, I think I watched it in parts. 
Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it was it was a slog. Uh huh. So no horse heads though. We decided that. Uh, maybe like a possum head. Oh, poor possum. I'd rather you poor do. sad possums. Okay. Well, what are we talking about? Uh, we're moving on to the worlds because that's all I had for. Tell me about worlds, Eric. Everyone in the disc golf community, except for maybe Kyle, knows. Worlds just happened. Well, he knows it just happened, but... Yeah, the only thing I heard about was the parking and that Paul Macbeth won. Yep, those are those are two things. So we'll just get into the uh, top three of both MPO and FPO, and then I'll kind of go over some, some what, cool anecdotes, I thought. I don't know if I used that word right, but I hope so. Um, so tied for third was Tristan Tanner, Chris Clemens, and Matty O at 42 under, and then... Aaron Gossage, who was originally, they tied it for first on the last hole, just like last year, came in second at 46 under, and then Paul McBeth took home the win after one playoff hole at, well, 46 under, but wow, another one-stroke swing on the last hole to give Aaron the tie, and then they went to an island hole. Just like last year, and Aaron didn't make the island, where it was last year Paul didn't make the island, and Paul won it that way, so it was... Uh, Craziness. It was, it was lighting up to be like, oh my god, Paul Macbeth has to be like, just like, how how does this happen two years in a row? Right, that's like the exact same thing. Yeah, he cans, um, on hole 17, Paul cans a 7 or a 70-foot putt. I think that was to keep him tied. Well, we thought, everyone thought Aaron was going to make his putt, but he missed his putt. So then that gave Paul a one-stroke lead, but it was going to keep him tied going into 18th. So it was like, oh, now Paul's got it. But nope, Paul Paul missed his then shorter putt on 18. Um, and Aaron had a tap in on 18 to tie it back up. But they were battling back and forth. It was so awesome to see. I know, you know, he's gotten his name out there a little bit, but compared to everyone else that was was there, definitely not as. He's big almost of a name. like a no name. Yeah. Uh, he's a Colorado native. I don't know if you knew that. No. I know you're not a Colorado native, but I feel like you're a Coloradoian at this point. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I highly suggest going back and watching the. Uh, even just the back nine, if you can just watch the back nine, because there was just some absolutely crazy golf. The front nine's good, but the back nine just really, really builds the drama. Yeah, so fun anecdotes. Paul Matteo has been competing at the top level of disc golf for 17 years. 17 years ago at Worlds, he was on lead card with Nate Doss when Nate won. Okay. So that's pretty crazy. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, he was 17 then. I don't know if I said that. So he's 34 now. And then, um, Tristan Tanner battled from, he was on the, he was in the B pool starting the first day and he battled all his, all the way to a tie for third, um, leading the tournament, I think for two rounds. That's pretty sick. He is. Yeah. This is, he's finally now just like gotten his ticket to USDGC because up until now he did not um, have an invite to USDGC based on his what? past performances. 
Uh, really? This is the first time. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I thought he was always playing pretty decent this year. But He's I guess having not a good, good year so far yeah. this year. So I guess you have to have like, you know, be really good. I, it all depends but. on who you beat. So you know, like, uh, if there's not a lot of people in front of you that don't have their invite to USDGC two, then you know you don't get yours. And there's been a lot of like first time winners or first time placers. So gotcha, it makes sense, but it's still weird. This is the first time at Worlds that someone came, overcame a three-stroke deficit to win on the final day. So kind of sad for Aaron, but it's still history. Still cool for Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's cool for Paul. So, and then uh, if Aaron would have won, he would have been the lowest-ranked player to win Worlds. Um, I think he was ranked at 25, and the lowest was Greg Barsby when he won, which was 11. So that's a pretty big, pretty big gap. Then FPO. Um, we had Holland Hanley at third with 25 under, Henna Bloomros at second at 30 under, and Christian Tatar running away with it at 38 under par. Isn't that who you called? Yes, yes, it was. It was, I mean, it was hard not to call anyone else. Um, I think Paige Pierce came in fifth, in case you were wondering, since that's you, you, who you Yeah. Called. And then uh, oh, Calvin Heinberg was on lead card again, so that was cool, because he was on lead card last year. That's sick. Yeah, so he's just, he's right there. He's just got to... Um, just got to do it. Uh-huh. He's young Yeah, they were still. making j- jokes on... Uh, on the Jomez coverage, it's like, I feel like he's playing so bad, but he's still on lead card. So, like, you know, what happens when he plays good? It's something. I, mm-hmm. On the he's FPO constantly, side. Constantly, constantly top five. Yeah, that's what, that's what they're saying. Like, when he plays bad, he's top five. When he plays good, he's first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the FPO, uh, Kristen Tatar shot the five highest rated rounds, like the combined rounds um, ever at FPO Worlds. And this is the first time Katrina Allen finished outside the top six at FPO Worlds in her career. Twelve straight seasons of placing sixth or better. Did you like my blah, blah, blahs? That was a good one. And uh, she uh, only finished 11th. So it wasn't like she was like 25th or 50th. She was five five places back, one on a top 10. So she's not going anywhere, if anyone was curious if she was washed up she's yet. washed up. Yeah. Out of the league. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good good tournament, though. Yeah. Yeah. I Like I said, I highly suggest watching it. Or round four of FPO. Kristen just goes off. Final round two just goes off. And uh, she shot not the worst round, but like one of the worst rounds at the Emporia Country Club the first time they played there. And then came back and shot like two 10 downs back to back to give herself an eight stroke lead to win. Craziness. She just has that in the bag, you know. Yeah, that, I mean, at at what point are you like, yeah, there's literally nothing I can do wrong and and lose. But next year, next year is definitely Calvin's year. Two times on lead card, he's, he's going to put it together. Calling it right now. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm on it with you. I'm on Team Calvin. Stamp of approval from the Ono Disc Golf Podcast of Calvin Heimberg. Three, two, one. Ta- Ta- five. Five. Oh, yeah. So, for our top five this week, we picked our top five wild animals we would like to see on the disc golf course. There's many that we don't want to see. Yeah. yeah. We could and probably do that list, too, but then Kyle would be crying. Upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Full of anxiety. I'm already um, thinking so, about them. <laughs> all right. We'll talk about the cute furry ones, then. Yeah. Huh. Number five, we picked squirrels or marmots. Uh, we don't have marmots in Michigan, so we just have big fat squirrels, and I think they're cute and fuzzy. They're they're plentiful as well. We they can be plentiful. annoying though. Yeah, they can. I've had I've had squirrels kind of climb up in trees right above my head and do that chitter at me, like they're laughing at me. They're kind. Of, they can be rude. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they're... can have. They carry rabies too, so gotta be careful. That's what I'm saying. They're basically just fuzzy rats. That's all they are. Yeah, that's like you know, it sounds like one of the worst ways to die ever. So attacked by squirrels? No, rabies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. Sounds fucking like you get afraid of water. Yeah, like yeah. you literally cannot drink water. Uh-huh. That's why uh, they had to have the rabies awareness run in the office, man. I It's a fun run. It's a fun run. <laughs> uh. For the cure. That's <laughs> uh, a good show. Yes, it is. Just Toby wins that run, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And they don't... <laughs> they don't have it in a circle. And, uh... Michael throws up Alfredo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Number four, we picked deer, and it'd be cool to see elk. We see deer. We see quite a bit of deer, but I don't know. I wish we, I, I don't, I, yeah, I would, I would fuck with an elk. I don't think we have elk where I am in Michigan. Maybe, Maybe in the up UP. North more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, up north more, but I don't think there's elk in uh, in this area of Michigan to see. No, just wolverines. Just fucking wolverines. That'd be kind of cool, too, except they might rip my face off. That'd still um, be but cool. But no, we have uh, deer. A lot of our courses border cornfields or many other fields, so we get to see a lot of deer. And I think they're some of the prettiest animals out there. Some beautiful white-tailed deer. Speaking of deer, I slowed down for a mom deer crossing the road and like i was almost at a complete stop because she was taking her time and i'm watching her watching her and then this baby jets out of the ditch and almost runs into my door like i'm literally almost stopped yeah and it has to put put on the brakes to not hit me (laughs) i'm like oh my fucking god fucking idiot yeah so that was interesting this morning (laughs) I've been hit by a deer, so I, I get yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think this. I mean, this one might have dented it because it, it was tiny. It was not very big at all. But 
Which would have been annoying, but... Yeah, mine, like, dented the shit out of the si- my passenger door. And, like, rolled oh, yeah. big... along the door or along the side of my car. Oh, yeah. If a big deer hits shit it, shit like, all, all muscle. It. Yeah, he slammed it in the side of my car. <laughs> and there's a bunch of that was scary as shit. Uh, it was terrible. Did you poop your pants? Yeah. A little bit. Moving on. Number three. We picked raccoons or possums. It'd be really fu- it's really funny when you're kind of just like going to tee off at hole one and there's just a raccoon there hanging out and pissed at us because he was snapping. <laughs> what was one he time. under? He wasn't he under something? One time, Eric and I went to St. Charles. There is a, um, I think it's like a, like a street hockey type thing. Yep. And it was like in one of the, I don't know, slots for that. And oh, I okay, was yeah. like two feet away from that bitch. Uh-huh. We didn't notice it at first. Uh, not at all. He didn't notice us. All of a sudden, we noticed each other. Um, scared the shit out of each other. Oh my gosh. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, rakens are really cute until they're, they're like not. pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Right up until they're not cute anymore. And then all of a sudden, they're just like really quite scary. That's why we like possums, because normally they just play dead. That's true. And they normally don't carry rabies. They can, they just normally don't. They normally don't. Yeah. You know why? No. Because their body temperature is low, too low for the, like their their body, regular body temperature is too low for the rabies virus to survive. Science, bitch. Yeah, so that's cool. And they're cute. Possums are so cute. And then they just, they're like fainting goats. They're like the fainting goats of the trash animal world. Oh, yeah. Well, then on number two, because they're the only really good water bird, because the other ones are mean, we pick ducks. Yeah, ducks are cool. I fuck with ducks. mean. Terrible. But really, any birds. I just don't like birds that much. I like to see them. Like I, when I every once in a while, I'll see bald eagles up here, and it's cool to see. But I don't want to mess with them at all. Yeah. It's like I don't want to mess with geese. I don't want to mess with no swans. I don't want to mess would... with no turkeys. Yeah, but ducks little, are, are little chill. duck. Yeah. Mallard. And little baby ducks. Oh my god, baby ducks are so cute. I'm sure all baby, no, some birds, some baby birds are like hairless and gross. Gross, yeah. They're like rats with wings. Mm-hmm. Especially seagulls. And... Fuck seagulls. <laughs> Excuse me. I want to I want to you know, get them off of the protected species list. Why are seagulls protected? Let's start Let's start killing seagulls. I don't know. Nope. We're not killing. I'm not killing any animal. 
I just mean like as a podcast, we can be pro Siegel murder. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm not a part of that. And our <laughs> number one animal that we would like to see on the disc golf course, but I don't think either of us have, is otters. Because that's our mascot. And I think otters are probably my favorite wild animal. I still think I like dogs more than otters. Do you like otters more than beavers? Yes. Beavers are pretty sick. Beavers are pretty sick, but I still think otters are cuter. They're like little, they look like little water dachshunds. They are like little water dogs. Uh huh. I, I want one. Yeah, they're they're pretty cute. They're, they're they're probably one of the cutest animals out there. Way cuter than geese. Anything's cuter than a goose. Hmm. I disagree, but they're definitely right, not, so not any. We're endorsing anything. geese murder now. Nope, we're not murdering anything here. Allegedly. Plus, I don't even have the balls to go after a goose, because... No, you shoot them from far away. How'd that work with the raccoon? We're we're, we're cutting that, Eric. (laughs) Couldn't help myself. You set me up too well. Oh, I know. Well, you can cut the part about the whole geese murder thing, too. (laughs) No. I like it. Uh Well, that was the top five animals we want to see on the course and some of the animals that we don't want to see on the course. Mainly just geese. Let us know what's your favorite animals to see on the course. Yeah, do you guys see any cool animals on the course? Yeah, let us know. Because we kind of mostly get like pretty vanilla animals here. Mostly just squirrels and deer. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't run into too many raccoons or possums here. Yeah. Sometimes I do see some ducks. Only on accident. Um, well, that was episode 79. We did it. Thank you guys for tuning in. You did for it. joining us. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, what do, we, what do you got? Uh, anything to look forward to next week? <laughs> no. Hopefully, hopefully I can throw four hands soon. I've been resting it for about a week now. so. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I gotta try to go through a whole Cat City Nut League night without forehand, and I'm very forehand dominant in Cat City, so. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Hit some trees for me. Yeah. Yeah, so tune in next week to find out how that goes, because I'm sure it's gonna go horribly. Can't wait. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. Catch you on the flip side.